This is Cultural Quarter of an Hour and I'm Charlotte Foster. Every week we will be exploring the culture of Stoke-on-Trent and the surrounding area. Some weeks I'll be visiting events, other weeks I'll be looking back at our history, but always with an eye on the future. And you'll also hear the stories of the people who make this area just what it is. Culture is all around us. It's in the buildings, it's deep underground, it's in the air, and of course, it's in our blood. It's a rainy Saturday in Hanley, but don't let that put you off this week's podcast. Hope you are well. I am just walking along to Victoria Hall this afternoon because it is the opening of Dust Rising. This is an exhibition you will have heard being spoken about in a previous uh, uh, podcast when I spoke to uh, Joyce Avasco. She's putting on this exhibition along with artist Dawn Jutton to kind of explore more about Hanley and people's just responses to it so I'm going along to the opening now to see the first bit of the artwork there's his artwork here at uh, at Victoria Hall and also to just find out a little bit more. I'm Dawn Jutton I'm the co-curator with Joyce Irasco um, of the Dust Rising exhibition in Hanley um, which is all about Stoke-on-Trent artists and uh, profiling the visual arts in in the city. How important is it that visual artists and poetry there was we've already had some poetry today as well how important is it that we raise this profile it's really important because actually um creativity is really at the heart of um any kind of regeneration um imaginative approaches to things but also just the pure enjoyment but all the artists in this project particularly have very much been considering the heritage and the happenings within each of the buildings many of which are part of the heritage of stoke-on-trent so bringing visual art to those buildings to see the artist's response and, and maybe say something about those buildings in a new way. Um, so it's important for the artists to get that kind of profile. It's important, we think, to celebrate the buildings in Stoke-on-Trent. Uh, and it's another way of bringing people into the city for a different reason who can appreciate what there is on offer. Why dust then? Uh, basically, you probably heard in the previous thing that dust um, is very much a, a byproduct of the manufacturing of potteries. Um, Joyce, uh, as the engine behind the project, um, she started her whole project as part of dust for the City of Culture bid. It was a concept that came about from that, along with Andy Cook from Weather, who designed the culture uh, logo. Um, and Joyce responded by creating lots of different colours, dust, and that's kind of stuck with the project. So Dust Rising is about doing it again. Um, and we're very proud now to be on the City Council's uh, cultural strategy and to be working alongside Appetite and the BCB and the other agencies to, to maybe try and get visual arts on a parallel with the ceramics industry. Day one today, I know there's a lot of hard work has gone on to, into this. What do you hope people will take from this? Um, I think really, uh, one, to, to show people how artists have something to say um, and how they can help celebrate a city's uh, past and their happenings now. Um, I hope they'll just enjoy it. And I'll hope the idea of creating a, an art trail will allow people to move from one place to another 
and also I think all the artists um, want to be accessible. So we're hoping to raise questions by looking at the artwork, but also to um, engage with people, to get them to ask the questions and to ask the questions of the artists. And I know there's a cocktail involved as well, which is, I, I don't know why that, that appeals to me. <laughs> I don't know. I, I must admit, I haven't seen it yet. I had the opportunity in the week, but I was so busy putting the exhibition up. I didn't dare have one afterwards. Um, but actually, yes, at the quarter, they very kindly designed um, a specific cocktail called Dust, which I believe has a, um, an orange center that lights up to symbolize the fire inside the bottle kilns and I'm so looking forward to trying it. I think there's a bit of a cinnamon in there as well. So. Perfect then. But how it, that kind of engagement, of like it, that to me is what is important. It's, it's not just a stuffy museum, it's not a stuffy art gallery, it's going to somewhere that you would go and have lunch and seeing that actually this is part of, art can be part of life. Absolutely. I mean, we've intentionally chosen three types of venues, and that's we've got the, the three heritage, what we'd consider heritage buildings. So you've got Hanley Town Hall, uh, Victoria Hall, and the Bethesda Chapel. We've then got three recognised art sort of areas. You've got um, Potters Museum and Art Gallery, um, Airspace Gallery will come on board very soon, um, in the beginning of October, and you've got the uh, EN Gallery upstairs at Entrepreneurs. Um, and, then, and then we've got the cultural quarter engaged um, and thanks to support from the uh, City Centre partnership as well um, we've managed to get them engaged um, very much in that kind of cafe restaurant to bring highlight Piccadilly as well and celebrate what's in Piccadilly and, uh, and that's very much about artists and, and actually coincidentally there's one or two young artists in there and that's to encourage people to see like you say that art can be anywhere um, for any reason and can be enjoyed on any level even if you can just come in and go, oh, I like what Belinda's done here. That looks really good. That looks pretty. I like it. That You don't have to have a, a deep and meaningful no. conversation, do you? There's no, no barrier. No, there's no barriers. So there's no the deep and meaningful is, is, is there. Um, it's loud. Uh, yeah, and it's loud. I mean, uh, Bethesda Chapel, particularly with the Stoke-on-Trent remembers, um, there's actually a, um, a very emotive... Uh, pieces of work there um, in response to the Bethesda boys but at the same time like you say the pure beauty of um, the building and Dan Hopkins has done a sound piece that's very much about the, the music that people enjoyed in the Victoria Hall um, so yeah it, you know we've got we've got sound we've got poetry actually on display so Stephen Seabridge's um, the new poet laureate's piece concrete is on in raw window so you can have a coffee and read a poem you know it's like that's that what happens next then when dust has risen? Okay, it's two years now because we're determined to try and get the funding. We're determined the city itself, um, the city like the council and the city centre partnership and Appetite, people like that are very much behind supporting the visual arts and supporting us to make this happen. Uh, and again, the city council putting on their cultural strategy means that we're in, if you like. We've got a, we've got a, a foot under the table. Uh, we've now got to prove that we're up to um, ha making it happen again. And the idea now is another two years hard work to actually make it happen in two years' time. So hopefully we're hoping to straddle the, the BCB with a, with a regular biennial.
And maybe you'll sleep as well one day. Uh, well, that, ask Joyce that one. Joyce, Joyce has actually shouldered an awful lot of this. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm sure we'll uh, we'll get sleep. But uh, to be honest, as artists, we never stop thinking, we never stop planning, we never stop prepping. Um, but unfortunately, making your work is a very small part of what we do, and getting people to to buy into it culturally, to buy into it intellectually, to buy it into it in in pleasure and enjoyment is the big thing. You know, people think that art is something that's for other people and it really isn't and that's we will spend two years convincing people that it's accessible to everybody um, and that they can be part of it because we really would like to put on workshops get people in use the artist skills and get people engaged so over the next two years we'll be doing quite a bit of that I think. So the first piece of artwork that I am looking at as part of the whole Dust Rising exhibition is here in Victoria Hall and the artist behind it is Belinda Lassmer. We have spoken before Belinda and I on the podcast um, but I will get her to introduce herself again please. Hello I'm Belinda Latimer and I am an artist and well-being creative person edge <laughs> um, I hate giving myself a title I'm an artist and I enjoy helping others do their own art and get lots and lots of well-being from it. And for full disclosure, I'm currently coming to your studio on a Wednesday evening and, you, and we are doing some creativity together, aren't we? We certainly are. We're having lots of fun. It is great fun. So tell me about what is hanging up here. Um, we've got three four metre by one metre, that's approximate, um, banners hanging from quite a high wire in the main atrium or um, sort of the, the entrance area of the Victoria Hall. And they are a midnight blue colour, graduating to a lighter blue at the top and on them are bursts of energy um, when I was given the brief by Joyce to um, have some kind of um, relationship with one of the buildings in Hanley the Victoria Hall was the first one that I chose because having been from Stoke-on-Trent since little my memories of being with my family and having really fantastic cultural experiences are in the Victoria Hall so seeing um Max Boyce with my family and my dad having banter with him over the balcony I can actually remember that and visualise it in my head I was only about five um, and then seeing James and the Australian Doors and when I was a student going to Russell Brand um, Alan Carr just having really amazing emotional and exciting experiences that just are memorable and those things matter to everyone from whatever age five to 95 um one particular one that always makes me smile is the fact that my dad brought my brother to see iron maiden when he was about 12 or 13 which is just epic the fact that my dad came to a heavy rock concert is just brilliant um so yeah um it, for me to visualize that i kind of struggled a little bit at first because i knew i'd only got one space to hang and for me it seemed obvious for it to be fabric but I didn't want to just paint on banners because I think sometimes it can look a little bit naff and I wanted there to be a flow about it so I hadn't quite found the right technique to do that. The alternative was going to be wire and to have pieces um, of textiles hanging from wire but again from a strategic point of view of how tall it should be and it just blew my mind a bit and then one day as you do looking on Facebook somebody posted a video about this really simple string pull technique um, so I had a go at that and it was brilliant it was so much fun but I sort of adapted it to suit me so it's to do with it's to do with um, acrylic paint rather than inks and you sandwich a piece you put a piece of string in the paint make a pattern with it on a surface put paper or fabric over the top and then a board on top of that and then pull and it drags the colour 
creating the most amazing energetic shapes so from that I thought oh I wonder if I could scale this up I could but it was really difficult and I actually had my husband and my daughter involved in it in my studio a couple of weekends ago where they were on top of a table on top of a board pushing down on the string and the fabric while I yanked it from the other end and the thing is about this technique is it's very very ad hoc you don't know what's going to happen you can kind of have an idea of the shapes you're making with the string and the colours that you're going to get but the overall pattern and end result is just you just don't know and I love that about it so from that we also did some printing as well and then the um when they dried and when they were quite flat because i couldn't see them vertically as well so that strategically was a pain um i then decided to add some overpainting which i think makes it uh, gives them a bit more oomph basically so they're called energy pieces and there are three of them and they're all about emotional energy um positive energy of experiencing seeing a performer or a band and just those emotional responses to it really how do you feel seeing them in place um, as any artist is they're always a bit I always feel a bit oh that could have been a bit better or this could have been this and nothing's ever perfect and I say that to all the artists who come to my studio um, and I love them and I love that they're there and they're perfect for the space the brick the terracotta brick colour versus the blue is fantastic um, luckily the chaps at the Victoria Hall Barry and the team were brilliant to help move wires down and put them up for me and gave me some hints and advice of what to do um, but yeah I'm, I'm really really chuffed with them I've already sold a couple of the smaller samples that were made to create them so um, so yeah if anybody does want to buy any of the pieces I am at my studio at Spode in Stoke if they want to get in touch with me what do you hope people will, or how do you hope people will react when they see them? Um, well, I have put some information about what they're about on the wall, but sometimes I don't like to do that because I want people to see them and go, oh, that reminds me of, because we all have different experiences with art and emotional responses to art. And some people might come in and go, what are they doing there? I and mean, what are they for? And, and that's fine too. I just want people to see them and enjoy them and just appreciate that there's movement, energy and dynamism in there. Well, that was a noisy podcast, wasn't it? Lots of noise going on, but that's quite exciting as well. Uh, Merriman, as always, appearing on the podcast. I don't know how he manages it. He gets around, doesn't he? Uh, but he was uh, making all the noise earlier on. And then we had um, some of the uh, exhibitions. They're not just uh, visual, they're poetry. And so that was what you were hearing when I was talking to Belinda. You were hearing uh, the voice of two seconds... Oh, I can't even open this. You were hearing the voice of Daniel Hopkins and you can hear that voice um, at the Victoria Hall. Lots of other bits going on as well. You've got Bethesda Chapel. Um, you've got a cocktail. I keep going on about the cocktail. I think that's going to be that exciting. Uh, so Dust Rising then taking place in Hanley until the end-ish of October, 20th of October. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. hope you enjoyed it. Um, I did just going to throw it out there if you want to get in touch please do facebook is a cultural quarter of an hour podcast twitter is at cqh pod and of course next week we'll have another episode coming to you wherever you get your podcasts from